This episode of the podcast was taken from my YouTube channel, Rotunes Reviews, which has a lot of great LP unboxing videos, in-car album and book reviews, and also has the Brewtuned and the Wall of Soundtrack podcast as well. If you'd like to stay up to date with the latest content, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Rotunes Reviews. Hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Andrew from Roadtunes Reviews and today we're going to be reviewing ACDC's Back in Black. ACDC is Brian Johnson on vocals, Malcolm Young on backing vocals and rhythm guitar, Angus Young on lead guitar, Cliff Williams on bass and backing vocals, and Phil Rudd on drums. The album was released on July 25th, 1980, was recorded between the months of April and May, ironically in the Bahamas. Uh, in Nassau at Compass Point Studios and I say ironically because it's such a heavy album and having that kind of beach uh, paradise backdrop I think is interesting. The album is approximately 42 minutes and 11 seconds in length. The album was produced by Robert Mutt Lang. He had produced acts such as Def Leppard, The Cars, Muse and uh, the album was engineered by Tony Platt the album was mixed by Brad Samuelson, and then the art director was Bob Deferent. The album uh, is essentially the, the second highest grossing album of all time, with uh, 45 million plus copies sold, just below, falling just below Michael Jackson's Thriller. So I want to talk a little bit about some trivia and background information about this album. Bon Scott was in the middle of recording their follow-up to Highway to Hell and went out one night with a group of friends and they went drinking and what happened was he had come back from the pubs with a friend and was very intoxicated. He ended up sleeping in his friend's car and then unfortunately choking on his own vomit and passing away. The band was devastated and they really didn't know how to continue since they lost their, their, their lead singer. Angus and Malcolm started writing music while mourning for Bon Scott. So essentially they needed a new singer. They ended up auditioning a lead singer named Brian Johnson from a band called Jordy based on a recommendation from Muttling, and then um, they had also heard from Bon Scott previously that that Brian was a great lead singer and really had great vocals. So that's a little bit of background of of the album and 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 how it came to be. So I want to talk a little bit about the the production of the album. It's a what I consider a very clean a lot tighter and a lot uh, more focused sonically as opposed to Highway to Hell which I think is a lot more raw sounding and I think it's also much more of a well packaged album it's just a really great package of songs and uh, I think Robert Mutt Lang and Tony Platt did a great job of getting Brian Johnson and the rest of the band in a essentially a great environment and uh, you know really pushing Brian uh, vocally and the rest of the band as well. I want to talk about the first song, Hell's Bells. It is one of ACDC's heaviest 
in my opinion, one of their heaviest songs. You uh, hear essentially a, a bell being rung, and a little bit of an interesting story behind that is, um, according to Tony Platt, they tried recording the bell sound in a church tower, but had problems with the birds and the pigeons that were in the tower. So they essentially had to make a separate bell and then record that uh, separately and then uh, input it into the album. And the guy who actually created and made the bell actually hits the bell when they, uh, when they were recording it. So kind of a little bit of an interesting uh, backstory to that. But um, yep, you hear the bell sound and then you hear Angus join in uh, with a very ominous rift. Malcolm joins in too and then Phil as well. And uh, really a standout. I know um, the military has actually used this song to for psyops and to try to intimidate enemies uh, as well. But very, very, very strong opener on the album and uh, one of my favorites. Um, my one of my favorite AC, ACDC songs as well. I want to do a little bit of lyrical analysis of this song. This song, in my opinion, I think is about Bon Scott. Bon Scott passed away when they were recording their follow-up to Highway to Hell, and the lyric Hell's Bells, I think, is also a reference to Highway to Hell, which was Bon's last album, essentially. So, uh, I also want to talk about Brian's involvement in this song. He was writing this song in Compass Point Studios in the Bahamas, and they encountered a really strong tropical uh, storm. So when you hear the lyrics, I'm rolling thunder, I'm pouring rain, that's what, uh, that's what the reference is to. So kind of interesting how the lyrics came about. I know Brian in an interview said that he kind of encountered, he had like a supernatural experience when he was writing the lyrics to this song. Um, he still can't explain it, but he, he, he said it, you know, essentially it was a supernatural experience and that it really moved him to, to write this song. So I want to talk about the next track on the album, Shoot the Thrill. It's one of my favorite ACDC songs. In my opinion, it has one of the best rhythm guitar riffs in rock and roll. It, the song opens up with Malcolm Young playing the intro rhythm riff and then uh, Phil and Angus join in and the song uh, is really really has a great tempo. And another thing I like about this song is the solo. The solo is just incredible and it almost sounds like a siren, you know, in the middle of the song and then uh, Angus really close it, closes it off well with, with, with uh, the ending solo. But one of my favorite ACDC songs of all time, it really makes me just want to drive fast when I hear that song. So I want to talk a little bit about the lyrics for Shoot the Thrill. This song uh, and the lyrics are essentially about sex, um, which ACDC sings a lot about. And the, the lyrics shoot to thrill, play to kill, too many women and too many pills. In an interview, Brian said uh, that that lyric, too many women, too many pills, was uh, a reference to the British healthcare system. They were having, at that time, a, uh, 
I want to say it was a, uh, a, a problem with um, a Valium addiction, and that's what Brian was referencing in uh, the lyrics for Shoot the Thrill. So I want to talk about the next track, What Do You Do For Money, Honey? This song starts off with just an explosive guitar riff from Angus Young, and then really starts kicking. Phil Rudd really really starts with a, 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 a fast drum tempo here, and just keeps the song going and going. Um, what I also like about this song is the backing vocals by Malcolm Young and Cliff Williams. They really have some great vocal fills on this song, and um, the solo for the guitar track, uh, the solo, the guitar solo is just electrifying. It, it's it's incredible. I think it's, it's probably one of the top guitar solos on the album. I want to talk about the lyrics for What Do You Do For Money, Honey? This song is essentially about gold diggers. And uh, I think Brian is really singing about his divorce in this song because Brian did did go through a divorce before he joined the band and um, I mean when you just listen to the lyrics honey what do you do for money um, you're, you're, you're always on the take on the make squeezing all the money out of men so I want to jump into the next track giving the dog a bone it's another standout on the album and it really has a bluesy kind of bebop feel to it. I really love Angus's guitar playing on this and Malcolm's as well. Phil has a great kind of drum intro and build up into the song and then it, it really gets kicking. Um, what I also like is Angus kind of slips in a guitar solo in the, in the early stages of the song and then, um, and then his guitar solo in the middle of, of the song is just really incredible. I, I love it. It's one of my favorites as well. I want to talk a little about the lyrics for Giving the Dog a Bone. It's again a song about sex, uh, oral sex. Uh, the lyrics are pretty straightforward about that I think and pretty intuitive. So I want to talk about the next track, Let Me Put My Love Into You. This track starts off with a very ominous guitar riff similar to Hell's Bells and uh, Brian's vocals really, really shine on this song, and it really just, it screams and it screeches, they're just very powerful on this song, and uh, Mutt Lang really did a great job with, with pulling out the performance uh, from Brian Johnson on this song, just very powerful. So I want to talk a little about the lyrics for Let Me Put My Love Into You. This song is essentially about sexual tension and frustration and you can really hear it in the lyrics and see it in the lyrics uh crazy you know when he's when brian sings crazy feelings got me reeling and uh you know let me cut your cake with my knife that's a that's a reference to sex as well so i want to talk about the uh, title track of the album back in black it's one of acdc's most famous songs uh, brian johnson has said in interviews he is the most proud of, of writing this song and um it's real. It's a real standout on the album. It's very. It, it hits you with this bone crunching riff. When you hear it, you just know it's ACDC. And um, the way Brian sings this song, the tempo, the way he kind of spits out the lyrics on on this song is is really incredible. I've never heard it 
really done this way for many of the other bands that I've, I've listened to. And um, has a great guitar solo and uh, great backing vocals by Malcolm Young and uh, Cliff Williams. And the song kind of uh, has a, a, a kind of jam bandy uh, exiting guitar solo at the end of this song, which is, is really cool. And the song kind of fades out. So I want to talk a little bit about the lyrics for Back in Black. I think this song is really about Bon Scott. It's a commemoration and an ode to Bon Scott. And really is about eternal life and, and, and resurrection. When you, when you, when you, you hear the lyrics, uh, uh, I got nine lives, cat size, um, really is about Bon's spirit. And Bon's spirit will not die. And, and that is, is essentially what this song is about. So I want to talk about the next song, You Shook Me All Night Long. This is uh, another famous track from ACDC. In my opinion, it made ACDC a uh, commercial mainstream success. It's a jukebox tune, you'll hear it in a lot of bars, and um, has that real famous intro riff from, uh, from Angus Young. I also really like the guitar solo from Angus Young. It's very well crafted and it leaves you just kind of wanting more at the end of the song. I want to talk about the lyrics for You Shook Me All Night Long. This song again is about sex. Uh, Brian said in one of his interviews that this song was about American women and you can kind of tell based on the lyrics she was a fast machine. She, she kept her motor clean. She was the best damn woman that I've ever seen. You know, another one is another lyric, you know, knocking me out with those American thighs. So, definitely think that this song is about sex. So I want to talk about the next track, Have a Drink on Me. This is a very bluesy sounding song. Kind of reminds me of uh, Chuck Berry, the guitar, the guitar sound and tone, and has very, very, very good vocals, very good drumming, and um, very good backing vocals from Malcolm Young and Cliff Williams as well. What I really like is this song really picks up towards the end of it. And it you know, the sound of the song and the tempo kind of it kind of almost sounds like at the end of it like a like a bar fight or something is going to break out. So I want to talk a little about the lyrics for "Have a Drink on Me." This song, um, again, I think is about Bon Scott. Bon Scott liked to drink, uh, liked to party, and, and liked to, to, to fight. He got into a, uh, a lot of fights, apparently, and I believe he was arrested once for assaulting a police officer in Australia. Um, whiskey, gin, and brandy, that's one of the lines. With a glass, I'm very handy. Try to walk a straight line. So, uh, I mean, with lines like that, I, I think it's definitely, you can tell about Bon Scott and his, his, his party lifestyle. Um, one of the lines from this song that I really like is, uh, forget about the check, we'll get hell to pay. It's one of my favorite uh, lyrics from an ACDC song. So I want to talk a little bit about the next track, Shake a Leg. Opens up with a very strong guitar riff from Angus Young kind of kind of kicks you in the face with Phil's drum playing as well 
And uh, the guitar riffs and the sound of this song really remind me of a band like Clutch. Just a very similar riff that you'd hear from, from Clutch. And Brian's vocals on this song are really great. I mean, it sounds... His singing and screaming, it sounds like someone's getting murdered. I mean, it's just crazy. But um, a real, real heavy track. So I want to talk about the lyrics for Shake a Leg. Shake a Leg is, uh, you hear that, and that would that really means like kind of hurry up, get out of there, run. Shake a Leg, hurry up. And um, I think it's really, again, the lyrics really point back to Bond Scott kind of being a wild man, um, getting into fights, etc. So I want to talk about the last track, Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution. This is the closing track for the album, and I think it, it's really, really what makes Back in Black great. It's a real great closing track, and the guitar riffs on this song, in my opinion, are really what make ACDC great. And I mean, I mean that in a way where the guitar sounds are very simple, but they work. And and sometimes less is more. And I think ACDC really mastered that in their sound. And uh, it's really an ode to rock and roll. This song. It was a song that essentially the uh, they needed one last track on the album. So. From what Brian has said in interviews and the band has said in interviews, they just kind of let Brian go up there and 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 sing this track as just a you know a filler track, and it actually ended up turning out great, and is uh, a rock and roll. It's really a rock and roll anthem, and it's funny when you listen to the song, you can hear Brian kind of light a cigarette up before he starts singing the lyrics. So I want to talk a little about the, the lyrics for Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution. This is really an ode to rock and roll, and you can tell by the lyrics, the, 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 the line, rock and roll ain't noise pollution, rock and roll ain't gonna die. Um, so the song is really about how rock and roll is great. And a little bit of historical context for you, Malcolm stated in, I think it was behind VH1 Behind the Music, that he... Um, that there were problems with noise pollution in England from the pubs and I believe it was Liverpool and people were complaining about that so that's where they they, they inserted that line uh, rock and roll ain't noise pollution but a real ode to rock and roll and just a, a great song so in closing this is just an incredible album it's 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 great from from start to finish almost every song is good and uh, a real famous album as well, uh, a classic. Definitely recommend you listen to it. When I listened to it, I just devoured it. I loved, loved every song. And I give it a five out of five revs. So thank you for watching and uh, stay tuned for more reviews. This podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Acast, Google Music, Stitcher. So if you don't mind, please leave a review and give me some feedback. I'd really appreciate that. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm also on Untapped. My username is Brewtuned. This is Andrew signing off. Cheers.